Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles, and Bessie is definitely with the party, even if we didn't mention it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't need to mention the whores when we definitely have her with us. She's just always there. Always there. Just never complain. Always in our hearts. Yeah, like, so so quiet, you almost forget her. Almost. Almost. For an entire episode. (laughs) I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these mud-covered beauties. Say hi, everyone. Hey. Hi. hi. Didn't actually end up in the mud. So. Well, well, you well, did. Yeah. But you still had to wade through it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You only got the spa treatment from the knees down. Yeah. <laughs> See, Oren's not that tall, probably from the thighs down. <laughs> Just had a mani-pedi, that's all Oren's had. Now, we've all got a witch to deal with, so let's cue the theme tune. your party of players and polyhedral dice your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice seize your sheets and d20 let's play D and you'll have your character swaggers with daggers in each hand you've all discussed what you must but even best laid plans take a turn when checks are missed roll initiative brandish your blades don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No ghosts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, their chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So, having saved Bessie from an owlbear, you are approached by Kral who joins you in your journey to find Ruana Witten, the witch in the woods. As he talks in circles, Kral reveals that Matrim had stolen some artifacts from his workshop and the very old wizard now wants them all back. You all travelled further north, with the terrain becoming muddier and harder to traverse. 
and eventually rested for the evening. Juna gave Gwendolyn some encouraging words, Orin and Gaius skirted answering any questions, and Enkidu had a heartfelt conversation with Kral. The morning started with eating worms, and after a scuffle with some mud methods, in which you were all coated in muck, you confronted Kral once again on his plans. He tried to avoid telling you everything, but did explain that he needed to kill the witch in order for his plans to succeed. Obviously unhappy with this, you parted ways, with him warning that he would have to kill you if you got in the way. As whispers fill the mist around you, Ruana Witten appears to you all, rising out of the water, and tells you that you are not welcome. So Ruana is in front of you all, rising out of the water, glaring uh, as, as the sun sets behind her. What are you doing? Why are we not wanted here? Uh, okay, um... Because this is not a place for you. But we need your help. You're exactly who we're looking for, though. I would like to insight her, please. Yep, make an insight check. <laughs> I'll, I'll just straight up insight. No, no flowers. No, no, no roses. <laughs> just, <laughs> just an insight. Not going check. in her head. Not, not checking out her thoughts. <laughs> nope. Thirteen. Hmm. What you do realize with a thirteen is that this is not real it's an Whoa. illusion in front of you i knew there was a wizard of oz thing going on here I, do you know what i, that is exactly what <laughs> I, I had that feeling oh. i was like there's an old man Brilliant. with his butt sticking out of curtains somewhere around. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no you just you just catch like just a tiny bit of detail missing and for a brief moment like for you juna you can almost just see through through her through this visage of this witch in the water this is my forest these are my woods. You are not welcome here. This is place for wildlife, not people. What? Be gone! It's funny you should say that, because there doesn't seem to be much wildlife around recently, other than, well, worms. Dead things. Can I cast Minor Illusion and repeat back the last sentence that she said in her voice? <laughs> yeah, go for it. You are not wanted here. This is a place for wildlife. <laughs> you are not wanted here. And then I say, look, we can all do that. We want to speak to you in real life, please. Huh? What? What do, you, what do you want? The illusion sort of like drops its like menacingness and it's just sort of like stood there like shrugs her shoulders. What, who are you? What do you want? Why are you here? We don't like some of the people that we think you don't like, basically. So we don't like Crow and we don't like Vondell. We do like Mir and Mir's mum, who you've helped. So we thought we'd come and chat with you. She sighs a little bit. I do like Kess. Okay, follow me then. She turns around and this woman starts walking through the water. Again, half expecting you to follow, half not. When you say walking through the water, sorry, do you mean on the water? Mm, no, so like it's sort of up to her waist of this image. Oh, okay. And now we know it's an image. Do we all now know it's an image? I think Juna's, yeah. Yeah, so yeah Juna's yeah, yeah. kind of given the game away. Does, does the, like, the water move around her? Or does does she just sort of like it does, oh, which is okay. interesting. So it's quite a, it's quite a full illusion. Yeah, yeah in front of you. Gwendolyn whispers to the others, "Was Kess Mia's mum?" Yeah, that's Mia's mum. Oh, okay, yes, okay. Master Witten, could I ask that you be on your guard? Crow uh, seems to have it in for you. I could be wrong. I think it's I think it might be Mistress Witten, but I could be wrong. <laughs> Rowana, 
I know the lady's full name, but I just wanted to give her an honorific. Master, mistress, however she likes to be. Let her dictate that, surely. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she is like, a master. She, maybe she'd like to be referred to as master. We don't know. <laughs> master, no, sorry. You're Let's right. just keep following her and ask her in person. At the question, though, Enkidu, she does sort of turn back and she says, yeah, I don't like Kral either. He's he's kind of a problem. But it's probably better to talk in person if that's what you want. Uh, and so she just then carries on leading you. I'm yep. following. We follow. Yeah, yeah. It's so Go hard. Can I just look back? Do I see or hear any sense that Kral is following us? I want to do the same, actually, yeah. Mm, uh, both of you make perception checks, like, separately. Ooh. Seven. Twenty-one. Nice one. Oh, nice. So, yeah, Enkidu, you don't catch him anywhere um and Gaius as you sort of pause a little bit longer just looking through the trees through the setting sun there is no movement nearby at all and again it's it's incredibly unsettling just how little noise there is in this wood uh, and and in this area of the wood it feels unnatural but he's definitely not nearby okay I will follow the group as you all follow this woman the trees disperse opening into a wide clearing Uh, with the swampy waters thinning out as the ground rises to support a circle of proud stone monoliths, each clothed with vines and moss. There's a small, simple dwelling, little more than a canopy propped up against one of the stones, sat at the far edge of the circle. And outside of that sits the Witch of the Woods herself. She waits for you to approach. Interestingly, the illusion fades, and the woman that you can see sat waiting for you Looks exactly like the illusion. Still covered in moss. Yeah, still covered in oh. moss. It's it's a little bit less, less like grim, dark, like trying to scare you. It's just a little bit more. That's just how she lives. But she sat and there's a little, little fire in front of her that she's clearly like started cooking stuff, uh, ready for dinner. Can I? I mean, is there a check I can do to make sure that this is definitely a real person this time? Yeah. Uh, make a, make an intelligence check. Not feeling very bright. Nine. Nine. It's uh, especially having seen the illusion, and you thought that was fairly realistic before. It's you're not. You're not sure. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Am I she... allowed to do the same? Yeah, I'll let I'll let you do the same as well. Eight. Eight. No. Again, like the other one, you were very certain wasn't, but this one, you're like you just keep trying to find the moment that like something feels off, and it's not coming. So you're not sure whether or not that means that you're just not seeing it, or she's not an illusion. You're not sure. Yeah, but she beckons for you to come to come closer, and you all pass through uh, a couple of these stone monoliths so that you're stood in the centre of the circle. How many? Did Gwendolyn you say does a little curtsy. There are about nine of these stones around in the circle. Uh, with a little curtsy, there, Gwendolyn, Ruana sort of bobs her head and she says, "Well, at least one of you has manners. Who are you? You seem to know very well who I am. So, introductions are all yours, I'm sure." I'm well, Dinner, this is Orin, this is Gwen, this is Enkidu, and this is Guy. Gwendolyn. Sorry, this is Gwendolyn. We found ourselves in town. Myself, Enkidu, and Orin were in town on business as we found a letter which was addressed to a Dr. Hograd, who it turns out was from Tillersham, and it turns out was gone missing. She's gone missing. She's yes. gone missing. The further we delved into this, the more ugly business we've untangled. We've met the Vondells and we've run into Kral in the woods who Guy and Gwendolyn met previously on their way through to Tillersham. 
And everything we found points towards you. And to be quite honest, we don't trust most of the characters in this story. And we were hoping that you could help shed some context, some light, and some help on the story. Why would any of that have anything to do with me? Well, I'm going to tell you now, there are people in the town blaming you for some of the occurrences in the town. Or certainly pointing fingers. I mean, it's not the first time they've blamed me for stuff, but what is... That doesn't mean I have anything to do with it. Yeah, because basically, like, all these people are going missing, and also there was this, like, brewery that, like, all of its equipment was magically teleported out of there. And the thing is, there's lots of, like, talks about magic and things like that, and the two people in the town that have magic are Lady Vandell herself and you as well. So we were just like, well, we've had her side of the story. We want to have your side of the story. Like you say, we don't want to judge. We don't want to, like, make any misconceptions here. But we want to know your side. We Like Juna says, we need you to finish off the missing piece of this puzzle. And quite honestly, at least some of the people in that Vondell household are not telling the truth. And at least one of them is blaming you for what is happening. And for sure, she was lying when she was accusing you. So you know these people are lying to you, but you're still come all the way out here to see me to see if they're not lying to you? No, No. not to see if they're not lying. But they're lying and blaming you for a reason. And if if they don't trust you, personally... You feel like someone that I can't trust. I have no dealing with these Vondells. The only issue that I have with them is their hunter seems to be ravaging the, the wildlife here. He's taking far too much. No, normally, he's, he's fine. He, he takes a deer or two every, every month. It's fine. But he's been killing all over the place, and it's, it's throwing everything completely out of whack. I can tell you that for nothing. I'm assuming that if Matrim's been slaughtering away that they're adding to their stores for this um that's my fault exactly Gwen. this hoarding they're doing they're stockpiling aren't they do you know why she might why the vandals might be like thinking there's a terrible comeuppance about to happen i don't know the only uh danger i'm seeing at the moment is this kraal used to be fine he was locked away under the ground no worries at all uh, uh, now he's out he's killing things he's bringing them back it's it's an issue that i'm having okay i'm trying to deal with it are you helping in that in any way, or are you... I mean, maybe... Sorry, locked away underground? Well, he wasn't locked away. He was sort of trapped. Somebody trapped him? Not on purpose, just through his own stupidity, really. Oh, where was he trapped? How, what? Now, listen, I've, I've never met the guy, so I don't know. But uh, from what I understand from, uh, from my parents is he used to live around here. He had a tower somewhere nearby... And then that got crumbled down, and then he was stuck down there for ages, and and as far as I knew, that's where he was. Now, uh, over a year ago, he pops out. Oh, no. And that's when things start dying and coming back from the dead, and I've been dealing with it, all right? I, I've been dealing with that the entire time, and it's been going fine, but that's that's my issue. He seems to be getting more agitated. You know anything about that? You apparently have something he needs. Well... So much as more as it's like you're in the way of something he needs. He says, we talked to him on the way here. He was like, I'm going to see the witch. You too. And we were like, yeah, sure. Let's walk together. And then he got started getting a little weird and creepy and stuff. I mean, the guy was creepy before, but he got even creepier. You know what I mean? And basically he says, you need to die in order for him to like achieve what he wants to do. And then we said, that sounds a bit weird to us. We're going to go and speak to this nice lady. And you do seem like a nice lady. And then he was like, well, okay, fine, then I might have to kill you too, and then slunk off. So why does he need to kill you 
you know, to get what he wants. Do you know what he wants? We don't know any more about that than this guy. I mean, if he's after power, then what he wants is this henge that you're in. And she she gestures to the stones around you. Oh, is this a source of power? Oh. It is quite marvellous. What does this henge do? I mean, I'm not entirely sure what it does. I'm I'm here to make sure that it's protected. That's what I'm here. That's why I, scare, I, I, I play with the townspeople. I make sure they stay away. I'm... I'm not horrible. I don't hate them. They're nice people, I'm sure. It's been... They die quicker than I do, so I don't really spend time getting to know them or nothing like that. It's... I just gotta... I keep them away, and it keeps this place safe, and that's fine. From what I know, it's, uh... It's like a, a center of, of confluence. It's a natural energy, okay? This, this place here, it's a... It's a wellspring for nature. Wow. So I make sure that this stays standing, and and that's it. And do you draw power from it, or...? There's a brief moment where she sort of looks a bit nervous. She's like, I try not to. It doesn't go well. I don't think you should leave this place either. No, I don't. Crow wanted us to get you outside away from here so he could get to you. Mm. Yeah. I've seen you. You, d- you guys don't seem all that bad. And I'll, I'll, I don't want to be rude, but... I'm just gonna put it out there. You can't, you can't take this from me. Okay, I can, I could <laughs> deal with all of you at once. So don't even try. That's what I'm gonna say. Ah, this don't, guy. Don't worry, we won't. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, but you know, I'm just putting it out there. Like you guys, I could, I could deal with Kral. I'm not so sure. You think we could deal with Kral? <laughs> uh, no. Oh. That's confidence boosting. So we could do with somebody powerful like you on our side. Well, well, like, what do you mean? Well, if... I'm not going to leave this place, if that's what no, you're asking. No, of course not. No, no, but it, perhaps advice? Advice is powerful, right? Maybe not. Uh, um, you got any super kraal-killing swords? Like, <laughs> that sounds anywhere? more useful, yes. Yeah. Not in my wheelhouse, buddy. Sorry. Huh. Yeah. So, when he was let out, I'm assuming this lines up with the time that the Vondels started having a folly built. I don't know. What's that? Uh, they started to build a tower themselves. Well, that's what happens. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. Where where was Kraus Tower? It's here somewhere. It's in the woods. It's in the woods. Oh, in the woods. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I think west from here, southwest, vaguely. I don't know. Is there any way for you to divine us a way to get there? Because I have a sneaking sub- uh, suspicion that the the folly that the Vandals built in their grounds is a replica of Kraus Tower. I mean, I could send you off in that direction. You, you, you do what you want to do, but I could make the the jump quicker for you if that's what. But I don't know exactly where it is. So you'd have to hunt around a little bit. That's okay. Just as an option for us to take some action, just something to investigate. Um, oh. did you know Doctor Hograd? I realized when I was telling my story, you said she's missing. Did you know her? Yeah, I know Artie. She's cool. You don't know what's happened to her. Uh, no, she's uh. Sad. She's helped me clean up some things. Let's just say she's a she's a better physician than I am, or I try to be. Is this to do with Ello's cough? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. I'll link with that. Clean clean up some stuff, you say? Yeah, I tell you what. If if we're gonna get into all this, uh, you 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 want some dinner or yeah? Hell yeah! As long as it's not worms. Why would I eat worms? Well, I'm not a bird. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you, you have you got anything? Because I, I mean, I got I got mushrooms, I got vegetables. 
Yeah, we we got some bits. We got some bits we can add. We're all right for mushrooms, though, aren't we? Are these ones safe? I mean, she sort of like she ducks into her little canopied place, pulls out a like a small wicker basket. It looks like it's freshly picked mushrooms. You're welcome to make a nature check to see if they're. I definitely Shitaki. want to. Can I help Juno? Yeah, I'll give Juno an advantage then. Thank God. Oh. <laughs> um... You guys are awfully uh... paranoid about mushrooms. Yeah, we've had a run-in with them, all right? <laughs> and Keely will pass on the mushrooms. <laughs> How much was that, uh, Gina? Ten, sorry. Ten. So they're not purple, which is like oh, the colour of the ones that you have before. <laughs> yeah. They, they, yeah. they look sort of like, like grey-brown. They don't look like they're going to attack anyone. They don't look like they're going to attack. Okay. They're, they're okay. all they're okay. all okay. plucked well. Yeah, well, well quite nice. Do they look Gallo's coffee? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can make a medicine check if you want to see that. Yeah. That, yes, that was please. my primary concern more than the attacky ones. Oh, I just got a natural one. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, you don't trust them, but at the same yeah. time, they do look quite delicious. Mm. Oh. Yeah, why not? You seem fine. I mean, I've already eaten worms today. Might as well have a mushroom as well. I'm sure. all right for the mushrooms personally. Fine, I'll just make some stew. If you want some, you don't want some. It's fine. It's whatever. Thank you. She sort of gets to put in the food on. She doesn't seem to be that bothered, weirdly, with, with all of you just taking up her space. As much as she tried to put up a front of uh, spookiness beforehand, she's like, well, you're here now. So let's just just get on with it. Yeah, what are you, what are you all doing as, you're, as she's sort of like busy putting food together is anyone else contributing to the food is uh are you setting up camp are you because it's, it's, it's probably I like pushing to offer on a hand to, to like would you like would you like a hand with the cooking i like a bit of cooking me okay yeah uh you you watch that stir the pot and i'll i'll chuck stuff in or you want to do some <laughs> chopping i mean doesn't i don't really, mind it's just stew it doesn't take much either uh, okay all right you keep an eye i'll go get some uh some extra taters i wouldn't mind just spending 10 minutes while cooking's happening tuning my goggles up mm-hmm. to go and have a good look at that circle mainly but also mm-hmm. if anything else pings but mainly the circle yeah so as soon as you sort of tune them to, to detect magic it's almost like you're blinded whoa every single one of these stones is just bleh, and yeah. it's not even one form of magic it's all of it is sort of intermingled yeah there is a strong sense of abjuration overriding the others but there's a bit of everything in there curiously like it's almost uh as you sort of look at it it's almost like roots the stones go down and like wind into each other uh around the circle and spread out into the forest a little bit it's quite beautiful actually the the longer you stare at it blinding but yeah beautiful <laughs> take them off and it's still seared on my <laughs> yeah, eyeball slightly like, like, like yeah, ah, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> juna as uh as you're sort of stood there cooking with with ruana she sort of takes a few steps just out of the circle, sits down on the ground, starts muttering into it, uh, and a little a little potato plant just like starts growing out. Oh my uh, she pulls it out, comes back with three or four good sized potatoes, and starts cutting those up. That was very cool. I mean, it's it's just it's just potatoes, but uh, okay. Guys, uh, Enkidu and Gwendolyn, what are you three doing? Guys will be tuning his uh, little lute and then uh, just gently playing, just something really relaxing, you know, like campfire. Not kumbaya necessarily, just a few like <laughs> nice chords with the occasional flourish. Gwendolyn is kind of, she's investigating the stones, but also kind of keeping a, an eye out on what's going on on their horizon. She's just trying to get her bearings a bit, see how safe she feels here. Mm-hmm. Make a 
Make a perception check. That's a 16. 16. So it is odd. Whilst it is still very quiet, whereas like outside of the circle it felt it felt dangerous almost, there is a sense of peace within the circle. Mm. And like as you're sort of like wandering in and out and like giving them a look over and looking out into the into the trees and into the, the, the mist, and especially as it's getting darker, out there feels dangerous, but in here feels safe. Um, okay. And it's you can't quite put your finger on why, because there is no there is no difference like one side of the stone to the other, but the more you do it, you're, the more you're like like stepping in, stepping out. Yeah, stepping yeah, yeah. In, you're like, oh no, no, no. Here feels here feels okay. It's like a really mm. subtle shift in the air, almost. Realizing that, she decides that she's gonna sit down in the very center of the circle, and she's gonna do the breathing technique that Juna taught her. She's ah, really mm. trying to work out what's going on because she's still feeling very confused about where she belongs right now. Mm-hmm. And then Kidu, what are you up to? Nervously pacing. Mm-hmm. It's pacing, pacing, trying to get his thoughts in order. Questions, 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 questions. Guy will try and like match his like steps to um, the rhythm of his music. <laughs> Almost like he's <laughs> just to annoy him, just to be like, <laughs> <laughs> he seems to be trying to focus. I'm just going to mess with you. <laughs> and then when he stops, I'll stop. And then when he goes again, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy composing that one. Yeah. I know, yeah. <laughs> Every time he mentions it. He gives um, up and just lies on the gr- lies on the ground. He's like, oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> once the food is ready, Ruana once again sort of like sits down just out of the circle, starts whispering into the ground, and then comes back with six like pieces of bark that are almost shaped like bowls and just starts like spooning it the, the stew into it and then like sort of chucks it around the fire for you all to help yourselves to. Right, so, uh, what's your questions? I'll try and go into it as much as I can, okay? It's not often I have company, so I don't mind just telling you stuff. It's okay. Well, first of all, you, you said you've been here for a long time. Yeah. And was it your mother was here before, did you say? Yeah, uh, both my parents, uh, a few of the natives that used to live around here. Uh, you might have noticed I'm an elf. I had noticed, yeah. Yeah, okay, so... Uh, oh, you did, did you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you see, my lad, my folks, they came over with the whole invasion. Kind of an issue. Whilst uh, everyone else was, was kind of a dick to the, to the, the local populace, my folks, they, they weren't necessarily as, as like cut and dry, kill them off, push them out type of a thing, you know? Anyway, we let a, well, they let a, a nice little tribe stay living here in the forest. And then hundreds of years later, the old mortal uprising, everyone that they'd integrated happened, and, uh, well, my folks were gonna get the chop. But luckily, they've been nice to this tribe, so let the guys in, you know? Like, uh, and they looked after my folks, and uh, and uh, eventually I was born in me, and, uh, well, they taught us everything how to look after, uh, after this place, and uh, they, they all then died, and I'm the last one left. That's how that goes. Wow. Who will look after it when you're gone? I mean, I not quite figured that out yet. Maybe uh, Artie, the doctor. She's she's pretty cool. She understood kind of where I was at with stuff. She's a possibility. She's a good. She's a good egg. But the thing is, she's gone missing. It's quite worrying. Yeah, that is. So you know, if I can't, well, I didn't even know her. You don't know. You've got no idea where she might have gone. I mean, we've got I don't know suspicions of who might be involved, but we've not really. Got any idea where she might have gone? The people said that the last thing they saw was her walking in 
the direction of the woods and yeah. then she's gone. But that could mean anything. The Vandales are able to teleport in and out of the woods whenever they want. As far as I know, she's she ain't in these woods. Would you know if she was in the woods? Can you I got some idea. Sense? Uh we got we got ways of communicating me and me and her. Would you know if uh she was near Kral's tower? Uh, I don't know. She might have gone that way. If you have ways of communicating with her, can you communicate with her now? Well, it's more like leaving messages and stuff and like, you know, talking to the animals and they come and see me and all that. Oh, Juna's very good at that as well. Oh, you can talk to the animals. Yes, I can. You know, and I don't mean to be rude here. I mean, I've heard about little folk, but I ain't never seen one. So you're, you're quite rare, rare in these parts is what I'm saying. It's uh, what's it like being that small? It's not too bad. Yeah. When you're walking through the mud, it's not ideal, but I blend in. I survive. Oh, oh well, cool. Am I the first gnome you've ever seen? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. The tribe, they, they were just all orcish and uh, human. So, and then my folks, obviously, they're elves. That's it. People in town, it's just all a mixture of that. There's very few, like, halflings or gnomes or dwarves or anything like that down here. I heard about them, of course. So you don't know much about gnomes, then? Not at all, no. We're very anyway. good people. <laughs> I mean, you seem nice. You, you, you got good taste in food. This tastes, this tastes great. Thanks for helping out with this. Thanks for cooking it. I'm glad I changed my mind on the mushrooms, she says, taking a spoonful of the <laughs> <laughs> uh, Juna is a great cook. She, uh, she can make a worm a satisfactory snack. Absolutely. Oh, Guy, you're so kind. Insight check on Guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can insight check me. How much did Gaius enjoy the worm? That is a 10. A 10. Gaius, how much does he know? You think that I absolutely love that worm. <laughs> I'm slowly slurping my soup. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I don't want to change the tack or nothing like that. Okay, so if the doctor's missing, then... then... Who's making all the medicine? No Nobody. One. So that's one of the main reasons we came out to find you. We, we were speaking with Mia and they were telling us about their mum. And we know that there are a few other people that probably suffer with gallows cough. We hope that you would have some medicine that we could bring back to them. I mean, I can make some up. Yeah, sure. But uh, you need to go get some, get some stuff for me. I can't. I don't, I don't have all the ingredients in front of me. Um, you know? do, but I can brew it. Uh, I know what I need. Do you have a recipe you could even give us so we can make it ourselves? Or is it not as easy as that? I mean, yeah, I could pass you the the recipe. I got some of the stuff. It, uh, yeah, I tell you, uh, you, you got a pen. You got a, You got some paper. Yeah, of course. Oh, I do. And I get out my notebook, and I've got quite a few pages that are blank. So I take down some notes. All right. So, uh, the ingredients you need: whorehound, all heal, blueberries, mashed pear, some allium, and a bit of ginger. I like the ginger. It just has a little spice at the end. You know, and to be honest, the blueberries don't do nothing but make it look and taste good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do any of those things sound familiar at all? Like, are they weird things or are they normal things? Actually, all of them are incredibly normal, real-world things. Oh! <laughs> oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah. So, whorehand is a type of mint, essentially. Allium is, like, garlic. In that sort of garlic spring onion family. All heel is valerian root. They're not necessarily things that you've seen directly in the woods. You'd have to go off hunting for them. But they are all things that you, you actually think you could gather pretty easily. And is there a particular amount of each that we would need to put together or a particular way we would need to? I mean, it's a, it's a handful of each. You, you, you boil it uh, all together just until, uh, until it's all steeped a little bit. You know, about an hour, two hours, depending on how much you're making and all the rest of it. 
and uh, and then let it cool before drinking. If we went and looked for some things now, would we be able to get you to do it whilst we stayed overnight? Or? I mean, sure. Is it maybe not very safe? I mean, you're welcome to go off and grab the stuff. I'll make it for you here. I don't mind that none. Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I mean, it's entirely up to you. Like, I can I can leave you to go and try and make it yourself. If you get the ingredients to uh, the doctor, she she can make it. We came up with it together, so she know how that works. Well, that's the problem. We don't know where she is. I would feel happier knowing that we definitely had a medicine that was definitely going to work because there are people that are going to be in desperate need of it now. Yeah, sure. I mean, you're welcome to stay over. Thank you that very much. Be lovely. Be very nice. Like I said, I don't think you're a threat, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. In a talent contest, maybe, but you know. <laughs> I mean, that's some fine playing you're doing. Oh, thank you very much. Where are you from? Like, with your voice and that. You sound more like me than these guys. Oh, like Northwoods. You see a few uh, familiar faces, familiar ears, I suppose, yeah. Mm. I'm not from around these parts. Yeah, I mean, I just didn't think they'd, they'd let people from up there come down here. Ah, well, you Does know. that change now? Uh, not so much, not so much, but I've done a bit of touring. I've performed all over the world, been to many different continents. I've been to many different countries, and, uh, you know, most people, like most, like, border control and all that stuff just... Let me through. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, you sit there, you carry on playing. Oh, unless you want to go wandering off into the woods. I don't care. It's, it's, it's your time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Do we want to wander off this evening? I feel like we, we might have more questions. Maybe have a look in the morning. Yes. Do you think we'd be able to find these ingredients close enough to you that we don't get killed off by Crowl whilst we're searching? Ah. Dime me, I hope so. So do I. He's been doing a number on the wildlife, though, so they, uh, they've been scattering a lot. What is that about with him and bringing back animals from the dead? What's that about? I don't know. He's, he's like a little plague, and he, God, he's just infesting the place. It's horrible. He says he wants to, like, go back to the king. Do you know who the king is he's referring to? Like, um, what was his name? Rumarth Taraborn? Is that right? Uh, I don't know much about him. Like, uh, he'd probably be around the same time that Kral was. Kral, presumably, has been... Keeping himself going with, with necromancy. Yeah, I assume so. I can see why he'd want to get his hands on, on the power this place holds, but can you imagine what he'd do with it if he could? So what's his issue with the, the people in town? They've stolen his things. But he needs you out of the way to be able to pursue them. Or needs to have access to this, he thinks. Yeah, his, his door was stolen. His door. And his key. Key for the door. Stone table, books. Oil. Oh, all, all, all the stuff. Yeah. Well, they did a number. I mean, I'd be pissed if people came into my house and stole my stuff too, so. Do you think the Vandals maybe disturbed, obviously, where Kral kept all this stuff? That's where his guy is like vendetta against them. But then why Why did they... I think they took it after he had sealed himself away. He got free somehow, wakes up, finds the tower crumbled and all his stuff nicked. Now he's out for them. I doubt they even know he's alive. They just nicked it from the tower, didn't know he was in there, or maybe he wasn't in there at the time. Did he say when it got nicked? He was being very elusive. He just said that Matrim took the stuff. Oh, have you ever come across um, Metz Krollin? She's associated with that family, and she spends quite a bit of time in the woods, so I've heard. Uh, Copperhair. People come through here all the time. Like, further down south, they got one of those main roads. That's why I live up here. This person doesn't use roads. Why, where, whereabouts, whereabouts, whereabouts she at? Well, she was hanging out in a cave somewhere in a direction away from here that I don't really know. <laughs> far that we to might... the south, essentially. Oh yeah. yeah, far to the south she was, in a cave. Deceiving people. She's been trapping people in a cave. Like, it's a cave, there's a cockatrice in there, there's stone statues that the cockatrice has, has transformed people into stone. There's... Well, or... yeah, that's what cockatrices do. They eat stone, they turn you into stone and they eat you. That's... Well, we know that now, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I, I don't know nothing about her. She don't. And, and Orin's got a cockatrice egg, haven't yeah. you, Orin? Got cockatrice egg. Oh, yeah. Can I have a look? Sure, I'll get it out. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not hatching or anything. So <laughs> good, great. She does. She comes like uncomfortably close to you, uh, oh. like looks at it over. There. She goes, "I don't think that's ever gonna hatch, buddy." No, why? I mean, it's it's pretty warm. Oh, what they don't like getting warm? Nah, they I gotta keep. You gotta keep those things cold. Oh, you could probably use it in some like in potion or something. Uh, okay. Well, that's good to know. I'll hang on to it. You ain't getting a little pet out of that, is what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't. I didn't really want a little pet out of it. So Bit weird. Where, where you get that from? You're still from a cockatrice. From a cockatrice, you nicked it from its nest. Ah, uh, you shouldn't be stealing eggs. Come on, unless you're gonna eat them. Um, well, maybe we're gonna use it in a potion. That's all right. Well, it is now, but like I just gave you that idea. You didn't even know about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. All right. Put it back in my bag. <laughs> yeah. We came here for answers. We found out more about Crow. We found out a bit more about the family. So which way now, gang? So I guess my question is. We need to do something about the family. You don't seem to be the biggest fan of that family, the Vondells. We're not the biggest fan of that family either. I don't think it's fair to say, is it? Nope. I think that's very fair to say, yeah. Uh, I don't know if you'd be able to assist us in our finding out what's going on, what they're doing with all this stuff that they're nicking, these deer, these magic items from Crow. The brewery. If we can help you redress the balance in the woods, let's just say it's in our interest to do that as well. Is there any way that we could, like, falter or stop Crow's efforts, give you a bit of a break? Uh, I mean, yeah, any way that you can take him out, that would be great. Any ideas? I don't know. I mean, if he wants his stuff back, then uh, stop him or just give it back to him and then he'll hopefully go back home and that'll be that. Well, he needs to kill you to get his stuff back, he said. Yeah, I'm not too happy about that. So if you could do that sharpish and, like, yeah... Still with him before he has to kill me. That'll be great. Yeah. If we do is there anything else. you wouldn't mind parting with that we that might help us that might make us stronger in some way? Yeah, because you said that we'd be like you know cream cracker if we like tried to take him on. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you'd be dead. Why does he want his stuff back? I mean, it's his, but like he wants power. He wants to like go back to the king and then do stuff with the king. I don't know, but it's like very not very nice. It's all necromancy and uh, divination. Divination, yeah, time travel as well. His mind is also fractured with the knowledge mm. of the multiple timelines he's experienced. So once he has his things back, he'll be able to, I don't know, correct whatever timeline he wants to be on for whatever yeah. purpose. He's Biff from Back to the Future. Just think that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I read that book once. <laughs> yeah, it's a great book. I, I don't think we had that when I was growing up. I mean, I don't know much about nothing, but natural magic, like I'm kind of tied to this place. I've been, uh, I've been involved with it for so long. It's sort of become a part of me, I become a part of it. That's what happens when you spend a lot of time around something like that, right? So if you think that he's uh, particularly attached to anything, maybe that's the way to get him. Well, he's tower by the sound of it. Yeah, you can... Uh, blow up that tower. I mean, uh, blow up a whole tower. If you got that in you, then that might help you. Or, or his books. Or his books. Uh, they seem easier to blow up than a tower. The people that you, uh, you're you talking about, like uh, they're, they're all human, right? Like, humans don't live as long as, uh, as he has, as long as he did. So he's, he's doing something to keep himself alive. Yeah. Get, get rid of that, and then you're, you're probably okay. We're probably okay. The whole place will go back to normal, and your owlbears will be eating your deer. The whole, oh, it'll be great. Who, who here is the most, like, uh, academic with magic and stuff like that? I mean, probably me. Oren, have you heard of anything like this, sort of like, like an artifact that can, like, keep someone alive magically? DM, have I heard of an artifact? Make an arcana check. Arcana? Yeah. You got this. Get my little d4. 
Oh, hello. 27? 27. Oh, yes. Oh, my um, gosh. Yes. I didn't even know that was possible. You are Hermione Granger. <laughs> um, even in the brief bits of study that you've had, it's not necessarily been the highest academic standard, but even in the briefest of study, you have heard the idea of liches. <gasps> the idea of wizards who try to become immortal in one way or another, they become undead, but fully conscious, not like a zombie undead, like they are in complete control of themselves. And these beings have a thing called a phylactery, which, uh, if their body is to be destroyed, their uh, soul can return to that thing. Oh, oh my gosh. And a new body can be made. It, it, like, it, it's one way of protecting themselves and prolonging their life. Whether or not Kral as a lich, the things that you've seen or read about that are liches are... They're much more aware of themselves. They're much more powerful, essentially, than what you've seen from him. And even with the idea that he could take you all out, he doesn't quite fit the bill of that description at all. Okay, I I explain Mm. my thinking. (laughs) So it's possible he could be something like that, but we don't think he is. Yeah, don't know if he's powerful enough or if it quite quite fits. Mm. Yeah. He also says he's not capable of killing um, Master Witten yet, either. He said yet. Certainly not while well, Rowana is here. I'm up for killing him as much as the next person, but you kind of don't think that we can. I, I just want to know how we can, and then we can just do it. I mean, if what your friend here is saying, then uh, one way to take him out is find this thing, find this source of power, and then that'll that'll get, get to him. Oh, like find that'll, that'll his soul vessel thing. Yeah. Probably find it in the tower. If it's going to be anywhere, it's going to be in the tower, isn't it? Either his tower Unless it's or been it's... Nick any of the things that have been nicked from him yeah. or stolen. That's true, because he seems desperate to get he seems desperate to get them back. He needs to get them back so that he can stay alive, doesn't he? Yeah. So maybe him being parted from them from such a long time, that's why he's losing his mind even more and deteriorating. Yeah, it could be. There's something yeah. else not fitting. He says he knows for certain that he will die if he doesn't get this thing. Doesn't he still have a way of going back in time and having that knowledge. He knows the possibilities of us allying with Master Witten and well, him wanting to kill us because of this eventuality. He knows, he, he's seen this outcome before. He's been underground, <sighs> stuck in his tower for, well, centuries. So he could have seen all sorts of things. Seen all yeah. sorts, so many, just, I mean, what else is he going to do there? He's just watch. he's binging timeline after timeline <laughs> and it asks are you still watching yeah. and he's like yes i want to watch another timeline don't judge <laughs> I, me i've heard that he's not even paying for it it's someone else's timeline like it's just oh my gosh he's got the password time flicks, um, <laughs> <laughs> time, flicks yeah. time flicks okay we found out the title for the theory, <laughs> <laughs> the, theory yeah. the, the thing is like you say why hasn't he gone back but but he's he's seen all these possible futures but he's he's living in one now and unless i'm very much mistaken we are living in the real world at the moment so i don't think he can go back further from now i think i think he can only look forward with his table and he he doesn't have access to his table at the moment anyway you're right unless the table does things that we don't know about but from what we've seen of it it shows you it can only show you one way so should we go explore the tower yeah do it let's do it i think that's right we haven't been there that's the last place we need to check i think I guess the worry is at the moment is that we've just seen Crow heading off somewhere. We don't know where. 
and <laughs> we're just wandering into him if we go to his tower. But then what's sure. the alternative? He, he might be coming to find us. We just need to be ready for him, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, he might just be spying out what we're doing. Might be the last thing he expects. You know, he doesn't know that we know he's got a tower. Well, he can't get back there, can he? He can't get back home, so... He doesn't know where it is? No. He does get quite lost. That's true. I suppose we can forage for the things that we need on the way there. Yeah, uh, let's do that. Rowana, will we be able to get back to you to get this medicine made? I mean, yeah, if you, uh, once you got the stuff, if you, you, you circle back on round, I'll, I'll help guide you the rest of the way. You said you can get us there quicker? Uh, a bit closer, but I don't know exactly where it is. Okay. And yeah, in the nicest way, you keep saying tower, but it's, it's very old. It's mostly underground at this point. So a mound. Like a like an underground tower. Like an inverted tower. Yeah. Like an inny bunny oh, button. Yeah. Oh, it's like annihilation. <laughs> <laughs> Vicky what? just popped out a book that says annihilation. <laughs> I thought something had gone wrong. Really just sort of ran off going, ah! No! I thought you were thinking something out. Is that a book you're reading at the moment then? Yeah, that has an underground tower. <laughs> uh, okay. And everyone keeps saying it's a tunnel. And she keeps saying, no, it's an underground tower. So I get it. I totally get it. <laughs> right, okay. Do we want to go and look for these herbs and whatnot? Now or do we want to? What time of day call? is it? It's, it's, the uh, it's quite late at night by this point. It's like okay, nine, maybe ten o'clock again. Go early in the morning. In the morning, yeah. And then if you wouldn't Shall mind, I maybe make like everyone a twain tie before bed. Oh yeah, thank you. Oh yeah, milady, you you gotta try this. It's really nice, really nice tea. You're gonna love this. You love your leaves and things. What? You just wait. Would you like uh, some? I got some tea. Sure. What kind of tea is it? Twain tied. Stolen. Oh. Oh yes, it's stolen tea. <laughs> oh, so you oh stolen tea tastes better. Sure. So you're you're all thieves is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all right. It's worrying, but you know. Just don't kill me in my sleep. That's all I want. I don't think we could. No, you couldn't. Uh, <laughs> someone's listening. <laughs> yeah, all right, I have some tea. You don't mind uh, me using your utensils, do you? Nah, you knock yourself out. I mean, don't like knock yourself out. I, like I say, I'm not the best. I, I understand the expression. Is uh, Bessie enjoying grazing the grass around the um Oh my God, stones? Bessie. Thank oh, you. Bessie, oh my Bessie God. is here. We're yes. Whole as much as we forget her, uh, Bessie. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I do think we need a big discussion about whether we take Bessie with us or, or leave her here because, you know, she got into so much trouble. Would you be happy with horse sitting for us? Bessie, bless her, she like she's a, a, a valiant gal, but I think she's... She's very just... quiet. You'll barely know she's there. Can you yeah. send her back to Dentia? <laughs> back to um, Alfred in Dentia. I he can might send be her a little ways off. By now. No, that's our horse. We stole that horse. That horse belongs to us now. <laughs> no, look, you're, giving, you're giving Rowana the impression we're thieves. <laughs> you stole the horse. Yeah, we've we just established with feet. Borrowed. Oh, fine. All right. I like Bessie, but okay, fine. Uh, yeah, I can look after your horse whilst you're, you're off gallivanting. That's fine. We'll talk about it. Just don't touch her gaskins, all right? <laughs> hey. So the, the night goes on for a little bit. The conversation carries on. Is there anything else specific that you want to ask Ruana? I think we've asked her everything we possibly can. Ruana, we? would mm. you like to be my pen pal? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, sure. I don't know how how would how would do that though. I don't really have much contact with the outside world, you know. I don't know. Is there like a, a magic way we can send each other letters? Well, you guys work with animals, don't you? So couldn't you just tweet at each other? All right. I'll talk to the birds. They talk to other birds. So maybe get a message to you. We can only have 
what, 120 characters? <laughs> I mean, that's a lot of people, but uh, <laughs> if you're saying you keep the message short, we keep the message short, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> about the population of Tillersham, I think. <laughs> <laughs> about 120 characters? Yeah. I have names <laughs> for every one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could, be, we could be friends. How does that work? Like, what kind of thing do you message each other? Hey, uh, I had breakfast this morning. Yeah, you can do that. Or what you've been up to, or if you ever need some information, you can ask me and vice versa. Are you lot, like, well-traveled then? You, you travel around a lot. He says he, uh, you, with your mask on. You've been places, uh, you, you ever been to Orkosh? Oh yeah, loads of times. Yeah, how, how are they doing up there? They, they, I mean, like, this is, like, their thing and they ain't never send word. Oh. This is their thing. Well, like, then, the, the, the natives, you know, the old tribes people. Oh, yeah, the tribes people. Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. Like, they're big fans of me over there. I got to tell you, they love yeah. they love the loot and they love the flute. You've been to Orkosh. Oh, loads of times. Insight check. <laughs> Absolutely insight check. Gwendolyn kind of realizing that this has been made by people from Orkosh just like kind of starts to look at it a bit in a different light. Mm-hmm. What was your insight? I got Thank an you. 11 on my insight. <laughs> 11... <laughs> What can he tell, Chris? Do I tell them what role I did? Uh, no, no, no. It's okay. You, okay. Can, you can just you can just share how much he can tell. I'll just share. Okay, you can tell that I am speaking with earnest truthfulness. That I know Orkash very well, and the people of Orkash are big fans of my music. Okay. That's it. Again, I'm just watching Gaius. Like, I love the fact that all of the characters are like, "Oh yeah, cool." All of the players are like, "Don't believe him. Don't believe him." <laughs> <laughs> Juno, if you if you're ever up. Orkash way again, like it, you know, maybe you let them know I'm still here. We should go there. I will. Eventually. I don't know much about Orkosh. Neither do I, but I, um, no, I don't know much about it. Why do you want to go to Orkosh, Gwen? This is a safe space. It does feel like a safe space. Um, well, I'd quite like to find my mother. Huh. That sounds like a reason to go as much as any. Hmm. I think so. It feels right. But obviously it's not the right time now, but maybe I'm starting to find what I need to be doing. I don't know. Do you know where she is in Orkash? No. I just know that's where she's from. <laughs> it's a pretty big place, so I don't really know where to start. I've never been. If any of you know things about it, then I would appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I could point you to many people in that direction. Especially if you're famous there, Guy. That would probably help a lot. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Guy. No problem. If you're, if, you're, if you're famous, Guy. You could be the connection to me finding my mother. You know what? That That's definitely an avenue we can go down. Once we saw this whole, like, you know... Saving the world from a, a potential lich guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> this could be like how I met your mother. <laughs> the panic on Chris's face. <laughs> what has he gotten himself into? Guy is very yeah. earnestly saying this. And he's got the mask. It's really yeah. helping him. Helping him. Mm. Why it's hard to read. <laughs> so for the evening, uh, are you going to rest here and then wander off? Or are you just going to leave now? Rest here, I'd say. Rest. I don't want to go in those woods in the dark. Let's stay with me pen pal. (laughs) 
Hello to you, the fabulous listeners of No Small Roles. Grace here as usual, popping in to say hey. First of all, many thanks to those of you who sent us questions for the appropriately titled No Small Questions. We had a lot of fun answering them and look forward to sharing this bonus content with you as soon as we find time to edit it, hopefully within the next few weeks. We're now in October, so Arttober, Drawtober, Inktober, etc. has begun. If you go to our social media, you will find our Arttober prompts. Feel free to join us for as many as the prompts as you fancy. And don't forget to tag us in your artistic responses on Instagram and Twitter at No Small Roles, or on Facebook, you can search and tag us No Small Roles. Roll spelt R O L L S. We're also using the hashtag ArttoberNSR, so you can add that to your hashtags as well. Once again, a massive thank you to all of you who have been telling people about our little podcast. It's so exciting having you join us on this adventure. Your recommendations really mean the world to us. And if you are enjoying the show, please do consider leaving us a positive review and rating on iTunes. It's a really great way of helping even more lovely listeners to find us. Huge thanks to those of you who have already rated us and bonus thanks this week goes to Joe Wickham for your lovely review. That's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the henge. The uh, the witch herself, Ruana, she she actually falls asleep quite quickly. Let's nick all her stuff. <laughs> no, no, not really, not really. <laughs> from, from the brief conversation that you have with her beforehand do you get the impression that as long as you're in the circle like it's almost as if none of you need to keep watch necessarily so if you did all just want to sleep that's absolutely fine but it's up to you whether or not some of you do stay up a little bit anyway i'd kind of like to just have a look around and see what's sort of in her house not in a not in like too probing away but just sort of yeah just sort of have a look at what what kind of things she has around the house itself isn't isn't much of a house at all it's literally just a big old lean-to at one end of the circle Mm. Uh, looking around is it's just a lot of herbs and cookery equipment little like straw dolls and things that she's made like little ornaments like that there doesn't seem to be anything of civilization really in the place there's no like printed books there's no crafted material anywhere like every bowl and plate that she has on on like little piles and in little wicker baskets they all feel incredibly grown very natural and handcrafted it's a very nice you can imagine living out in the in like as a little hermit in this way you you kind of have in different circumstances throughout your life had similar abodes Mm. even her bed is just uh loads of dried grass with an animal skin over it Okay. Um, I wouldn't mind just, I'm not hugely worried to keep watch if we feel safe here, but just having a kind of play, if I can, before bed with figuring out anything about the sort of the energies of the stones and kind of what's going on, having had a look through the goggles earlier and sort of seen how it sort of spreads out into the wilderness, just anything that Orin can kind of suss out about it. Hmm. Make a, let's make an investigation check yeah. on it. 16. 16. As like the longer that you stare at it, uh, you can start to pick out each of the different strands of 
of this of the magic that's that's running right the way through it. It's odd. It's it's not so much that the stones are emanating this magic, or even that they're like drawing it from something else. It just seems to exist everywhere at once in it. There's mm. as, the longer you watch it, you can see it moving quite beautifully through through all the different parts into the ground beneath into the roots. And even as you're sort of looking into all of the the roots of these these strands of magic, there is a kind of pattern. Mm. It's incredibly uh, twisted. It's it doesn't seem to be like a, a simple like crosshatch or anything like that. You, you start to see like almost like repeated clumps, and you don't know whether or not that's what any of that means. But it's you just like see similar strands coming together in, in certain points across the whole the whole system. Okay, I, I think he's what it just quite to sort of like lay his hand on one of the stones, his right hand. Mm. With the with the arm with his marks sort of on and just sort of try and push a little bit of energy out through and just sort of try and bring a little bit of energy back and just sort of see if mm. I don't know. Are you gonna specifically cast any like spell or any cantrip? Do you have anything small that you're Yeah. Or is it just general like bit of bit of arcane toying? Um I think it's just a bit of arcane toying, I think, mm-hmm. rather than In which case make a just make an intelligence check. No. Oh. Ten. Ten. Yeah, you reach out a little bit and uh, all of the the marks up your arm, like, they give a little glow. They start to twist and and react a little bit. And as you sort of push the energy through, there is... It's odd. Like, you can feel the stone under your hand, but then it's almost as if the, the magic that runs through it is as solid as the stone. And it starts, mm. like, the, the more you push a little bit, like, the harder it pushes back. Mm. And especially where you're not trying to draw from it, like you just are met with that same the same resistance as much as you push in it pushes out equal force balances out okay thank you Gwendolyn just spends a little time looking at her uh, leather bracelet that she has it's the only thing mm. that she has of her mother's she she just looks at it and she looks at the monoliths and she kind of feels a, a kind of half sense of peace and um and she curls up and she goes to sleep. Uh, and Kiri? Kiri's just going to get some shot eye. He's going to keep his long sword and just clutch it tight and just mm. shut his eyes. Cool. And then Gaius, are you doing anything? I am fast asleep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Juno and Orin, as you two are looking around, are you going to... All right, are you just going to stay up for a little bit? or uh... I'll probably stay up and tinker for an hour or so before bed. Mm. We're working on his contraption that he was working on last night. Mm. Maybe working on a different head for it. Okay. I think June has sort of had a had a wander around the house. Sort of comes out and as Orin's finishing up, and is like, "How how's how are you doing, Orin? Has it been a better day for you today?" Yeah, yeah, it has. Yeah, no, it's been a it's been a good day. I didn't end up in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> Juna shoots him a, like, a bit of a side eye and shakes her head no it's, it's, it's been a good one I like it here I'm glad yeah it's peaceful it's nice knowing it's here it is isn't it and it's been put here by someone as well mm. people from Orkosh have you ever been to Orkosh no have you no me neither I'm up for going there yeah I don't. I don't really know much about it to be honest because of, mm. of course you're from down south aren't you yeah yeah tell me about down south Orin. uh well 
you heard of the Woden Islands? Woden Islands? Woden Isles? Isles, I think. Woden Isles, should know where I'm from. <laughs> DM, have I? Heard of the Woden Isles? Yeah, you've lived in Dravain long enough that mm -hmm. you would have heard of them. It's it's like a republic, a whole separate country uh, off of the southern coast of Dravain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the reputation of it, Juna, is that it's filled with criminals because quite often, depending on the type of criminal you are, if you're not outrightly executed, you're deported and sent down there. Mm. How was it growing up there? Um, it's not the best place in the world. It's not the easiest place. It's, it's a pretty cold place. It's pretty hard to eke out a living down there, to be honest. I, I wouldn't hugely recommend it. You've got no urge to go back then? Well, I don't know. Some of the people down there are all right. Even in the worst places, there's, there's good people, aren't there? Definitely. So I don't know that I wouldn't ever want to go back there, but I don't think I want to go back and live there again. No. But I'm glad you're here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Not entirely sure what I'm doing here, but quite why I've ended up here, but I'm, I'm glad I'm here. Glad I met you. Likewise. Oh, I'm going gonna, gonna, gonna to head to bed. What about you, Warren? Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just finish up this. Judah goes to bed. <laughs> so, uh, Oren's left awake for a while, so tinkering away. Do you go to sleep before waking anyone else up? Or Yeah, I think everyone seemed fairly content not to keep watch. Mm. So, it's, I'll, I'll have one last little look around before I go to bed. But assuming it all looks safe and well, I think, and everyone's looking comfortably asleep, I'm just going gonna to call it a night. Cool. Sorry, guys, if we all get stabbed in our sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and the witch murders you all. Um, what's everyone's passive perceptions? 11. 11. 12. 12. 10. Nice. Okay. All right. All right. You all have incredibly restful sleep, filled with very calming dreams, very relaxing dreams, and nothing happens during the night. <laughs> You'll be pleased to hear. As you each wake up one after the other in the morning, Ruana is actually awake before all of you. And she's just sat on the edge of the circle. She's stolen a little cup of, of Twain Tide tea. Yeah. She's just sat beside oh, sipping has. it for Thief. herself. Thief. Uh. Um, <laughs> Double she's stolen. She's, she's just staring out into the woodland. Morning. Hey. How'd you sleep? Best I've slept in a long while, to be honest. That's good. That's what this place can do for you. It's really quite... Peaceful, quite magical, of course. Yeah, about that. I think y'all should leave. Okay, we were planning on it anyway, why? I don't think it's that peaceful too nearby. He's here, isn't he? I think so. Okay. Do you know where he is? I don't know. Just that, uh, that feeling, that infection feeling, it's, it's creeping up on me. You said you could... Give us a hand, like, getting out of here and helping us along the way. Could you, like, zap us somewhere so that maybe he doesn't notice where we're going? Yeah, yeah, I can, yeah. But what happens to you once we leave? Will you be safe? Well, I got this place. Uh, it'll look after me, I'm sure. Are you sure? I hope so. <laughs> do you think he's going to stay here or is he going to follow us or what's he going to do? I mean, you said he was going to come here to kill me, so... Well, yeah, but... <sighs> That's kind of what I think he's going to try and do. That doesn't sound good. Do you want us to stay and help? In the nicest possible way. I don't know how much help you being here is going to be. 
Right. right. Can you contact us if to make sure that we know you're safe? I can safe? try. Send us one of those tweets. I'll send you a tweet. I'll send you a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we should go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Bye, Bessie. <laughs> I'd Bye, almost Bessie. forgotten Thanks she was for here. being the best horse we've ever had. As you all start packing up, packing up your bags, or in you're packing up all of your tools yeah. and things, um, Juno, you'll go around collecting the last of the Twain Tide tea bags that you've got, just in case <laughs> she's nicked some more. Can one person make just a quick perception check with advantage? I'll let you have advantage for this. Don't all jump at one. Who's got the best perception? I think I'm pretty good. Gaios. Gaios. Gaios? Gaios. Um, <laughs> David, if I may, well, mm. guys, perceiving what's going on, are there any, like, little pebbles around in the circle? Yeah. Or yeah, anything? Can I just palm a pedal? <gasps> Orin! Like a little henge pebble? A little henge pebble. We don't know what it does. <laughs> no, but he was so down on steaming yes, and now I... he's... I'm a fan. <laughs> it's a stone. Okay. Very natural to pick up a stone. Yeah. You just yeah. have to take it back to the beach. You're not allowed to take them. <laughs> yeah, so whoever wants to make a perception check. So I rolled a seven first, and then with advantage I rolled again, mm. and I rolled a 17. So that Eight. makes it 21. Yeah, guys. Beautiful, guys. Yeah. Um, you don't think you can leave. Oh. oh. As, uh, as everyone's packing up, and you know, chatting away, you just just take a very small step out of the circle, and just in the tree line, you can see animals. Oh, just oh, here they go. very patiently staring, and you think, "All right, all right, there's, he's got something." And you do a complete circle of the place, and there are animals everywhere, and they're all. Very patient, just sat in the bushes, sat in the trees, hunched down a fair, a little way, a little way away, but they're not getting any closer. And they are just staring. Can I see if these uh, animals are different in any way? With a twenty, with a twenty-one, yeah. Not all of them look dead, but quite a few of them do look quite damaged. Oh, Kral's menagerie has turned up. <laughs> Okay, just um, just to let you all know, we have some guests, <laughs> and I oh, will just dear. point around until I do a full circle, and oh. let them know about all the eyes that are looking upon us right now. Great. Oh. What do you reckon, Guy? Can we fight our way through these things, or is there a way for us to, I don't know, teleport somewhere else in the forest? Yes, Romana, did you say there was a magical way you could send us? Uh, yeah, yeah, where you want to be going? Near where you think the tower is. Yeah, west of here. Southwest from here? Yeah. All right. Like I say, I don't know where it is, so I don't want to send you too far, but I'll, I'll send you off. Are you, you going to be all right with all these things here? Uh, I mean... Do you, want, do you want us to stay and help? Hey, let's just put it this way. One person dying is better than six, so... Um... <laughs> I'll try and hold him off. I'll try and hold him off. I got, I got this place. I got this. You're gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Don't, don't you worry about me. Can I make an insight check on her? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I want to know. Does she, does she believe what she's saying? She thinks she's gonna be fine. Fourteen. Fourteen. Oh, she's shitting herself. Yeah. So, I don't think, I don't think we can leave you like this. No, you're, you're the. Also, you're the only person we know that knows how to do the medicine. 
And if Kralovin gets his hands on this power... Yeah, that's not going to end well. Disaster. Absolute disaster. We are staying. And she puts her quarterstaff in the floor, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yes, Enkidu. Gwendolyn draws her spear. I draw the longsword out and like, okay, we're staying. Let's stay together, stay tight, watch each other's backs. Let's do this. I want to fan out the shit out of this moment. If we're staying staying <laughs> together, we're staying tight. Orin's going to pull out from his backpack the, the the little contraption that he's been working on the last few nights, which kind of looks like a little metal dragon, sort of similar-ish to the stone dragon that we what? saw in the Vondel Manor. That is cool. And what version of dragon are we going for? Oh, there's choices. There's choices. There's choices. I think if we're sticking together, he's going to grab the head he was working on last night and he's going to pop the pedal in, attach the head to the dragon and set it up to be a protector dragon. Guy is terrified. He's going to be stepping back into the circle and his mouth is cemented shut because he's trying to fight back a whimper of fear. But he's not going to let the others see. He's not going to let the others see. And he's just waiting. This might make everyone feel a little bit better. If I may, I'm going to fire up the dragon. Mm. And it will give everyone... Five temporary hit points. Nice. That is a big help, though. Ben rolled for that, and it was just a one plus extras. So... (laughs) Five was the minimum you were ever going to get. <laughs> yep, yep, that is as bad as that dragon goes. Okay, I'm still working on it. It's a new invention, all right? <laughs> Brilliant. So looking over at Ruana, you can... She's really conflicted because whilst she was, like, trying to make you leave to protect you, you can also tell that she's also incredibly grateful that you're here. She paces a little bit and she just sort of plants herself facing in one of the opposite directions from all of you. So you're all, like, staring out in different ways. And Kidu, in the direction that you're facing, just out of the tree line, you just see Kral coming through the water. This is your chance to leave. We've made our choice. That's a shame, because you're quite nice. And you had a choice as well. Oh, I need to get it. I need to get it. Well, it's a shame we couldn't come to an understanding. Yeah. All right, I hope it's not that painful. And I'll bring you back at least, so that's nice. (laughs) How far away is he? Uh, he's probably about sort of 30, 40 feet at this point. But as he um, sort of finishes this conversation, he turns around, starts taking a few steps back, and all of the animals rush in <laughs> from all sides. <laughs> and as you watch, it's not uh, one line of animals. There are hundreds of owlbears and undead deer and panthers and owls, actual owls, giant skeletal owls. There are... giant snakes rushing through the water (laughs) and there is a very brief moment that you think oh we should have left (laughs) and the entire wall of creatures just collides with an invisible force around the the stones and they just slam into it it's as if they're running straight into walls but that does not stop them pile after pile of these animals just pushing in and they start piling up all around you so there is literally no way out at this point can I stab one from like, yeah, what happened. Make, make an attack roll. Oh my gosh, that's a seven. 
You do. You manage. You manage to skewer a, a sparrow. Uh, like ultimately, that one falls down, but the others are just clambering over, body after body, like reaching up to the point that they're almost getting as high as the stones themselves. And then they start reaching the top of the stones. This pile of animals. This rush of undead things. And then some of them fall over the top. <gasps> oh. And. Ruana is just looking at all of these things from every angle coming in all over the place. She just says, the town or the tower? The town or the tower? The tower. The tower. Wait, what? She turns and like just throws her hands out at you and out of the ground a huge wave suddenly <sighs> rushes up out of all of the dirt, swallows all of you whole. <sighs> and you are drowning, briefly. You are tumbling. There is a cold sensation rushing through you. You can't see any of the animals. You can't see any of the stones. You're, you're twisting, you're turning, and, and then in the darkness, you just see a brief light above you of, of sunshine coming through water. All of you. You swim up and find yourself in a completely different place. Oh, my God. Whoa. What? Juna, like, gets to the top of the water and just bursts into tears. Gwendolyn puts her arms around, uh, her arm around Juna to try and comfort her, just completely confused at what's just happened. Can I whip round, look for Rowana? As you uh, sort of each one by one breach the water, and Bessie pops up as well. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Don't worry. Bessie, Bessie is with you. She's saved Bessie. Oh. You realise actually weirdly quickly that whilst... It felt like you were incredibly deep underwater. As soon as you've like breached the surface, you can just stand up and it's it's you're in a puddle. It's it's actually a very, very low piece of thing that she sent you to. Barely ankle height, this water. But Ru- Ruana is not there with you. Oh no. Oh no. <sighs> this is really bad. Okay. Okay, we've got to find the tower. We've we've yes. We gotta find the tower now because this is this is going to be the only moment. He's only going to become more powerful. He's going to become more powerful. And I hate to say it, but I think he's going to have that stone circle pretty soon. We got to find that thing. We got to find that thing that Rowan was telling us about, that he would be hiding and that that's the source. Yeah. The phylactery. The phylactery. <sighs> um, I can climb a tree and see if I can see anywhere nearby that looks like an upside down tower underground are there any small beasts around Gwendolyn and Juno both make perception checks yes 18 yeah Finally. a 9 ah. 9 so now. you climb a tree and it is quite hard to see an underground tower from the top of trees yes it is very dense what you can tell from like listening out and from like trying to like suss the direction of, of where you are and where how far away um you are probably a mile or two away from the stone circle away from the henge because of the way it had risen slightly out as you look over the trees you can just see that patch of clearing where it was you can see some dark shapes moving over there like it's far enough away that you're safe but it's chaos we're far away enough that we're safe for now juna um as you're you're looking out for animals, you find a squirrel that is sort of initially in the tree that, that Gwendolyn climbs. So it sort of scurries out and you're like, ah, squirrel, hello. What would you like to say to it? 
Oh, I thought the squirrel was going to tell me something. We need to, <laughs> to, we need to find an underground tower. I don't know if you know Rowana, but she's in a lot of trouble. And I know that she's tight with the animals and we need to find an underground tower. Do you know where it is? What's wrong with Rowana? Lots and lots of undead creatures are attacking her. So also, if you could tell some other creatures to go and help her, that would also be magnificent. Okay, I'll go tell them. I will fight <laughs> to save this squirrel <laughs> from yeah. undead hordes. Starts sort of scurrying back up another tree uh, where you see that there's like more squirrels. Uh, uh, another squirrel, whilst that one's busy, we're, we're also looking for an underground tower. Have you seen it? I don't live underground, I live in a tree. But you see, it might be like a mound on the floor. I don't know, I'll ask my cousin. Runs tree to tree. <laughs> after, a, after a brief while, Juna, as you're having this conversation, you get the impression that, no, the squirrels don't really know what you're talking about. Well, thanks anyway. And, and tell, tell your friend thank you for, you know, trying to, trying to get some help to Rowana. Yeah, I'll go tell everyone. <laughs> so cute. I love the squirrel so much. <laughs> if Orin ever dies, I'm playing a squirrel. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> okay, so um, we have no idea where this tower might be. No. Well, what about some sort of underground creature? Could you speak to a worm or a, a mole? A badger? Yeah. Are there? Are, are there? Uh, my Juno or Vicky? Are there any around? <laughs> uh, make a make a, an investigation check for that. I don't wanna. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six. You can't see any any tracks or any any sign that there is any of those kinds of animals nearby. There's a few worms, but the only things that you get from them are like a delicious breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, I interrupted. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's funny. Um, so, if anybody wants to, you can start making survival checks for an investigation checks as you move through the woods. She said it was roughly southwest from where she was, and she, you can tell that she's roughly pushed you in that direction. But you you don't know how far away you're supposed to be traveling. Can I? I want survival checks to sort of for human footprint. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Uh, 16. 16, wonderful. What did everyone else get? 16. Oh, no. 9. 16 as well. Mm. Oh, my gosh. 13. 13. <sighs> Letting the side down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, interestingly, Enkidu, as you're looking out for footprints, you don't necessarily find, like, people tracks, but there is, as you're moving through the woods, maybe an hour or so later, and you've... I get the like the the in my head. You're all heading a little bit further away, a little bit quickly, just to make sure there's enough distance. You can't hear anything way off in the distance anymore. But what you do find is, whilst there aren't footprints, there is a clear path through the trees. Not a laid path, but clearly something has moved through and pushed the the bushes and the the foliage out of the way. Like something has travelled through quite often, that it's worn worn it down a little bit. Let's go that way then. The only clue we've got so far. We need to move quickly. As you sort of stood in the middle of this this trodden path, um, are you going to head left or right? Oh. What does left and right look like? Yeah. So left is sort of more southeast, and right will take you more the opposite, northwest, fronty, lefty. Back and right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of those. Um, said the tower was southwest. Neither of these paths are going that way. I imagine going north would be taking us deeper, deeper into the forest, and south would take us closer to town, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
Is, is one way nearer or further away from the Stonehenge? Heading north, that's sort of more northward to your right. Fronty righty, you, you mean? Fronty righty. That <laughs> would take you slightly back the way you've come. But in, a, in like a, an offshoot, not directly back to the henge. Yeah. And it looks like something's been dragged down this path? A little bit, yeah. Can we tell what has been dragged down this path? Make an investigation check. Uh, can I help him? Yeah, with advantage. We're all, lo- we're all looking, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the advantage. That is a non-natural 20. Oh, glorious. Nice one. Yeah, it almost feels like a cart has moved through here, but it's been so long since it has travelled through that it's sort of overgrown again. Mm. And that the only reason that the path has stayed plant-free is that maybe somebody has walked backwards and forwards through this same path again and again without a cart. So there's there's maybe footprints going both ways or there's yeah, not really, they're sort they're of just like, kind of faded. Yeah, incredibly faded, okay. especially with the bits of rain and that that have been, but yeah, it's well-worn. What do you guys think? I reckon someone's come this way, come back the other way. The only thing is that Rowana did say, I don't want to, you, something like, I don't, I don't want to send you too far. Yeah, because she was worried she, we were going to overshoot the tower. One sort of heading south, southeast, is that right? Southeast. And town... Tillersham is kind of southeast-ish. Kind of southeast, yeah, from where you are. So, all I'm thinking is there's a cart being down this way. Southeast might be heading towards the town. Maybe the opposite way is where the cart was coming from, is all I can think. Then to go away from the town seems like a... It's the best guess we've got. It is. Time is short. I mean, I'm happy to run ahead as well and, and, and scout out as we're going, if that's any help. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah. I'm pretty fast. Don't go too far, though. We yeah. should probably stick together. I'll make sure you can still see me. Stay stay within range. Okay. Did the dragon get teleported with us? Yes. Yeah, all of your stuff. Can I just give it another little adjust? Yeah. <laughs> give, it, give it another go. Ah, oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> Marginally better. Okay, so you can adjust your temporary hit points from five to seven. So you don't get to add add seven, but you can add two more in a, in a sense. Just, just in case, Gwendolyn. Thank you. And uh, Gwendolyn starts going off a, a jog, get ahead, see what's going on, see if she can gauge if they're going in the right direction more, running and using her perception at the same time, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how far do you travel? Like, how much time ahead? How far ahead can I get still kind of being within their eyesight? Actually, probably not that far. We're, we're running behind her, but just not as yeah, fast. We're behind not yeah. as fast, yeah. 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 In which case, like, yeah, you could probably get five minutes ahead that before you, like, lose sight of them completely. But, like, this thing is, like, winding between trees, so it's it's quite tricky to... Yeah, I, I suppose I'm working out what is a, a good path for them to follow anywhere that I that go wrong. I'm like, oh, thing. no, don't go that way. That's not good enough. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, make a, make a quick perception check then for me. 15. 15, lush, yeah. It's actually, it's, it's a fairly safe route. Um, and in this area of the woods, there are, there are more wildlife, more little creatures around. It feels more like a natural woodland than the spaces that you've been for the past few days. Mm. And actually, about 20 minutes of, of traveling through this area of the woods, it starts sloping upwards a little bit. Ooh. Uh, and you think, oh, start of a mound. And then it gets to a point that the track basically stops because there is a bit of a, a climb ahead. And it actually looks like these rocks have fallen out of place fairly recently, like a bit of a landslide. But you clamber up pretty quickly just to get a, a bit of a view. And as you're nearing the top, it's almost like the mouth of a cave. Just Ooh. just appears. You, you peek over, sort of mm. elbow over elbow, climbing up. 
and there's an opening into the ground itself. Does it feel like there's anything dangerous around them? Make a perception check. That's 15 again. 15. Not around them. There's a sort of a bit of a smell that comes out of the out of the mouth of the cave. It smells old. Hmm. Very old. She kind of tries to use signals to be like, I found something, but she doesn't want to shout just in case she draws attention of something. Don't worry, Enkidu will understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's trying to use some of the signals that she's seen for Enkidu, but she's just failing, really. She's just like <laughs> waving a hand in front of her nose like, oh, it's stinky. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's not long, sort of about five, ten minutes after you've gotten there that everybody else has gathered at the bottom of the of this little incline. Do you tie Bessie up down the bottom? It's, it's She's probably too big to climb. Bessie's with you. Bess, there's a we horse with you all, everyone. Her. Gwendolyn, you could have ridden oh, Bessie. Oh, Una on her. Una's been riding Bessie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah nice. Nice. There we go. <laughs> um, yeah, she won't be able to get up this incline herself, but like there's a few... That's it, Bess. You have a little graze here. There you go. Mm. Should we tie her up? Don't want her wandering off again. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I mind tying her up. <laughs> that's, not remembering that's good that part, we are podcasting. a podcast. <laughs> I literally just in my room mind an invisible rope tying. The... Oh my god! Uh, brilliant. Do you all clamber up to the top of this incline as well? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think this is it. I think we found it. It doesn't smell good. Can I see into the cave with my uh, double sight? Yeah. It's almost like you're peering down into a room through the ceiling. It looks. Very dark, looks quite empty, uh, incredibly dusty, and of a of a very old style that you've not seen before. Okay. Can we see with dark vision? Yeah. So anyone looking in, that's roughly what you see, without getting further in. How does this compare to the tower, Gwendolyn? I mean, this is from what I saw inside. I only really saw into a corridor, but it it seems quite different. That what I saw on the land of the Vondels seems to be quite lovely, really, somewhere quite homely, but. This is something quite un- uninviting, but I I think maybe we need to go in. Yeah, yeah, we don't have a lot of options. No, we don't. It looks old-fashioned, like it could be 600 years old. Yeah, let's go yeah. and destroy some artefacts. Or nick them. Yeah. But yeah, we should destroy the... Uh, we should, yes, like, yes. Actually, yeah. yeah, you're right, we should. Yeah. <laughs> we, destroy, we destroy Kral, we've got a chance of saving more people. Destroy Kral, save the world. <laughs> the world. Let's go. And as you all look into the, the mouth... Of, of this cave and that's where we'll leave it for tonight yeah. Yeah. you led Kral to the witch thanks for that oh. damn it you have been listening to David Knight as your dungeon master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu, Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn, and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe, and follow us on all the social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.